and you wake up with some random pain, don't freak out. Don't rush to the doctor. Just breathe. Tomorrow it'll probably be fine. Episode 1075 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Best of-ish edition. Today's quick tip, call me in a case of the taper crazies. Hey y'all, today's episode of the show is brought to you by the folks over at the Amino Co. Makers of some really high quality essential amino acid supplements. And uh, today we're talking a little bit about the Heal variety, which is a great kind of recovery post-workout spurring your body to get stronger, to do the repair work that is part of the process of getting stronger after a good hard workout, whether it's a strength session, which you know you don't do as many strength sessions as you probably should. Lord knows I don't either. But us as runners, we get our good our good hard workouts in, our good long runs, and you know, not for nothing, that takes a little uh, toll on the body, beats us up a little bit. Even if we don't necessarily notice it, that's how we get stronger. That's how we get faster. That's how our endurance builds is by by putting ourselves through the ringer and then uh, giving our body the chance to recover and get stronger. And, you know, the the amino acid complex is an important piece of that puzzle. And I'm definitely a big fan of getting most of our nutrient needs through real food. But sometimes, no matter how clean your diet is, giving yourself a little bit of extra when you need it in the form of supplementation, not a bad idea. And that's that's where I turn to uh, the Heal formula from Amino Co. Um, you know, hit it... I, I, Here's what I do. You know, not that you not that you need to know, but here's what I do. Not that you have to do it this way, but here's what I do. In case you haven't told, in case you haven't figured it out, here's what I do. I got the vanilla flavor. Now I like I like my black coffee. I like my coffee black. You know, the, the darker the better. But uh, every once in a while, typically on a Saturday after a long run, when I have beat my body up a little bit and I'm in need of a little bit of uh, kickstart in the recovery process, pour that cup of, cup of coffee, throw a scoop of the vanilla. Heal formula in the cup, hit it with the stick blender, and uh, you know, it kind of tastes a little bit, not not a little bit, a lot like a vanilla mocha choca, I guess not mocha choca, because that would be mocha chocolate, right? But it tastes like one of those frappy yappy drinks that uh, you, y'all spend way too much money on, and has all the, all the sugar bomb in it at uh, the coffee shop, none of the sugar bomb, just the essential amino acids, a little bit of extra flavor, a little bit of vanilla flavor to the coffee. Kind of hits the spot after 15, 16 miles on a Saturday morning. Anyway, that's what works for me. And and I'm definitely noticing a difference in how I feel later in the day, how I feel the next day. And hopefully, I, I have a feeling that that's at least a little bit to do with uh, hitting the recovery drink shortly after the run instead of, you know, not at all, which used to be my MO. So if you want to check out Heal from the Amino Company or the Perform Blend or the Life Blend or the Purity Blend, there's a couple different blends, but we've talked about perform before talking about heal today any of those those blends if you want to learn more about maybe you know would this be be something good is there science to it yes there's science to it check out all of the information get yourself an order at uh, aminoco.com slash disruns that's a-m-i-n-o-c-o.com slash disruns that way they know that their advertising dollars are being well spent if you go through my link there we also have a code for you use the code disruns at checkout save yourself 30 percent on anything that you get as many as as many canisters as you get, shop to your heart's content. Use the code DizRun. Save yourself thirty percent. Help support your body. Help support the show. All at the same time. Aminoco.com/slash/dizruns. So today, little best of ish quick tip. If you're new around here, we do these about once a month. 
take a little trip back in time, revisit an episode from the archives that uh, maybe is just as relevant today as it used to be. But you know, it's probably fallen off your feed. Maybe, maybe if you're new around here, you haven't you haven't gone back three, four, five hundred episodes to uh, to check out an episode. And today, going back almost eight hundred episodes. So, a few of you may have heard this one originally, but I'm going to imagine that most of y'all haven't gone back to episode one, or in this case, episode two hundred and ninety five, talking about the taper crazes. And the way this formula works here is real simple. The blog post, more or less copy-pasted from back in the day. This audio, completely new, updated, probably pretty similar to the original, but sometimes there's a little bit of deviation. In this case, probably a little bit more long-winded than I used to be eight years ago when this episode came out in August of 2016. But if you want to check out the updated show notes, dizruns.com slash 1075, you want to check out the OG show notes, which will probably look pretty similar, dizruns.com slash 295. But today talking about the taper crazies, which is, uh, you know, something that I think a few of us have maybe lived through before. And as fall races are starting to get a little bit closer, you know, not for nothing, but September's right around the corner as this episode goes out, which means that October's not too far behind November as well. And lots of big races, you know, you got Chicago, you got Marine Corps, you got Philly, you got, uh, New York. I missed that one. Um, CIM is in there and, and Lord knows there's all kinds of other, you know, pretty big races, but those are kind of the big ones, right? That, that a lot of people are running, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 people in the case of New York. So lots of big races coming up. And, you know, when it comes to training for a race, hopefully you're, you're making sure to peak with your training, you know, a couple weeks, a couple, three weeks before race day. So you can get into that taper period. And the taper period is pretty important and something that gets talked about a lot, but let's, let's break it down real quick. Taper period gives your body that chance to recover, gives your body a chance to refresh, rejuvenate after logging all the miles, doing all the workouts, getting all the long runs in, get a little extra sleep, back off, let the legs freshen up, maybe hit that, that heel from amino company a little bit, get yourself good and rested, recovered, strong, fit, ready to go on race day. In my, for my money, as a coach and as an athlete, I feel like the taper period gets short shift, can be thought of as not important. And I would make the argument that the taper is every bit as important as any other part of your training plan. Is Any other part of speed workouts, long runs, recovery days, little things, the taper is right up there as equally valuable, equally key to success on race day. Yet a lot of us, your boy absolutely included, aren't the biggest fans of the taper because it means we're running less. And as runners, we kind of like to run a lot, most of us at least. And when you're leading up to a big race, you're running a lot, a lot, right? Your mileage is up. You're, you're putting in the work. You feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm working hard. This is going to pay off on race day. And then all of a sudden for a week or two pre-race, it's like, Hey, pull things way back, run less, maybe take a couple extra days off. And it's like, Whoa, wait a second. No, no, this isn't what we should be doing. But yes, it is in fact what you should be doing. But our minds can uh, get in the way sometimes of our best intentions. And during the taper period, as you may have experienced in the past, a little thing called the taper crazies can happen where your mind starts to get uh, get in the way, starts to get a little out of control. You're, you're not running as much. The mind starts to play tricks and we start to think that we're losing fitness. We start to think that things are, are happening negatively. Maybe that there's an injury when there's not, whatever the case might be. So here are a few things from 2016 that are just as viable here in 2022 
and will be viable in the future. So, you know, those of you that are coming back, catching episode 1075 somewhere in 2024, 2025, whatever, these, these are still viable. These are still things that are happening. At least I'm assuming that humans won't completely evolve in the next couple few years to where none of us have taper crazies. Um, some things to keep in mind when you're in that taper period and your mind starts to uh, get the better of you, which has happened to many a runner up to this point, myself included. First thing to keep in mind, th- what first tip to help tame the, tri- the taper crazies, ignore the phantom pains. Now, I don't know what it is about tapering, but I feel like this happens to me just about every time there's a big race that I'm tapering for. I feel like this happens to a lot of the runners that I coach may happen to you as well, where everything's gone well. We've gone through big mileage weeks. We've gone through epic long runs. We've gone through grueling workouts. And like, other than just fatigue, tiredness, maybe a little bit of muscle soreness after a good hard workout, but everything that would be expected, no niggles, no signs of anything being off. No, no, maybe I have the itis or I have a, 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 you know, shin splints, none of those types of things. Everything's good to go. We get into this taper period. We back off a little bit. Intensity goes down a little bit. Volume goes down probably a lot, potentially a lot. And all of a sudden it's like, like, why does my knee hurt today? My hip, my ankle. Where did this come? Like, and it, it's legitimate. It's not like a little, eh, maybe there's something there. No, it hurts out of nowhere. I went to bed last night, felt fantastic. Woke up this morning. What in the heck is going on? I don't know why this happens. Something in our brains, but by God, 99 times out of a hundred, probably 99.9 times out of a hundred. It's nothing. It's some fluky taper pain is what I've called it. I don't know. Maybe there's a phantom pain. Maybe there's a more technical term for it, but it's our body somehow gets this signal that something's wrong. You freak out, you panic. And typically the next day, maybe two days at the most, you wake up and it's like, it's all a bad dream. There's no, there's no issue. Everything feels fine. Back on track. Maybe you go for a little run and it disappears as soon as you go for a run and you're, you're good to go. Good to go. So, the next time that you're tapering for a race and something all of a sudden, out of nowhere, no warning, no issues, all of a sudden something feels a little off, don't freak out, don't panic, exhale. It's probably a, ta- a phantom pain, a taper pain. It's just your mind getting in the way. It's your mind pan- playing tricks on you. Get a little time on the foam roller, maybe go get a mile or two. I bet you'll be fine. I bet you'll be fine. All pain's gone away. Just somehow part of the taper period that doesn't make any sense, but happens to a lot of us. Tip number two, when you're in the taper period, trust the process. Like I said earlier, I believe, especially when I'm coaching, maybe not so much when I'm running, when I'm training for a race, when I'm tapering for a race, but I believe that the taper is an important part of the process, right? It gives our bodies that chance to refresh, rejuvenate, be ready to go on the day of the race. As such, this is part of the process. So don't all of a sudden get into the taper period and be like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my own thing here. You know, I've been following this plan, whether it's a plan from a coach, whether it's a plan from that, that you've gotten online, whatever. Um, don't all of a sudden feel like, all right, well, you know, I need to do an extra workout. I need to squeeze an extra run in. No, 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 no. This is part of the process. This is, this is a key part of the process to give all the work that you've done so far, the opportunity to kind of solidify, to get under you, 
and make sure that you're physically as ready to go on race day as possible. Getting extra work in here, not going to help. Not going to help. In fact, potentially could be detrimental. You could, you, the last thing you want to do is try to force an extra speed work in that's not going to probably pay any benefits on race day because there's just not enough time for your body to adapt to those changes, but also potentially cause an injury, cause you to show up at the starting line with a, with a tank that's less than full. Not good. Not good. So, you know, stick to the plan. Trust that this is part of the process. If you're working with a coach, trust that he or she knows what they're talking about enough to say, hey, pull back. You'll be okay. We're going to get after it on race day. Okay. Last but not least, which is kind of, kind of related to trusting the process, but don't start second guessing things. Don't start second guessing your coach. Don't start second guessing that, oh man, the last couple of weeks, um, weren't quality enough workout. So I got to, I got to squeeze in something extra here. No, 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 no. Once you're into that taper period, you know, kind of the haze in the barn, there's not a lot that you can do to improve your fitness, to make yourself more physically ready. But there are certainly things you can do to undermine the work that you've done, AKA trying to, to overdo things in the taper period. So don't go rogue. Don't go off script and it's hard. It's difficult. It, I, I get it, but this is, this is that key part of the process, right? So these two and three, they're kind of all, all really one. Um, but just so important to stick with the plan. Even when everything in your body is saying, I need to run. If you need to run, all right, here's, here, here's, you know, here's where the, the coach part comes in that could get my, well, not going to get me in trouble, but could get you in trouble. Cause you say, well, you told me I could go for a run. Yeah. If, if you're going crazy, if your mind is just getting the better of you, if you got these phantom pains or you're worried that you lost all fitness or whatever, you want to go get a mile or two in, Hey, go for it. You're trained up for a half marathon, a marathon, an ultra, whatever, something that you're going to get out there and hammer that you're going to push yourself aiming for big goals, big ambitions, an easy emphasis, easy, run it easy, but an easy mile or two during that taper period. That's not exactly on the schedule. I mean, that's not going to throw anything off. If it does, guess what? You weren't going to be, you, you weren't going to, you were going to have bigger problems on race day than were caused by going out for this one or two miles easy. But that's where it's a slippery slope, right? Don't let this one or two miles easy turn into a six mile taper run. I'm sorry, a six mile tempo run, a six mile taper run, probably not that big of a deal. If you keep it all easy again, depending on your base, depending on, on what your fitness level is like. But a six-mile tempo run a few days before your race, yeah, not ideal. Not ideal. So the, the fact of the matter is, as we're, as we're wrapping up today, taper crazes are real. I think, I don't know, the more, you, the more you race, probably the more comfortable you get with the taper period. But for big races, for big goals, or if you're still kind of new to running and you're, you're lining up for the first, first half marathon, first marathon, that taper period is tough. It's a struggle. The taper crazes are real, but you can manage it. You can manage it. And, and the best way to do that, like I said, or at least some of the best ways that I've found is to, you know, ignore the pains, which normally you want to listen to your body, right? You, you want to be aware of something that feels a little bit off, but if it's during the taper period and you haven't done anything that should have, that should have incited any type of issues and you wake up with some random pain, don't freak out. Don't rush to the doctor. Just breathe. Tomorrow it'll probably be fine. 
Trust the process. You've worked all the way to this point. Don't start second guessing your now, yourself now. Don't start doubting that because you're not running as much for this taper period that you're going to be in trouble. No, 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 no. This is all part of the process. Just like the long runs, just like the speed workouts. This is part of the process. Trust it. And as such, while you're trusting the process, don't go rogue. Don't start adding in extra workouts, extra runs that are, that are long and grueling. Like I said, if you need an extra mile, if you need a mile on one day to just calm your mind down a little bit, hey, I get it. I've been there. But you don't need five or six or eight to, to remind yourself that you haven't forgotten how to run. Right? One easy mile, two easy miles, done and dusted. Get on the foam roller. Stay on script. Trust the process. All right? So there you go. Taper crazies. Happens to all of us. Maybe can't prevent them but definitely can manage them. What about you? Especially for those of you that are more veteran runners that are listening to the show today, what works for you in the taper period to keep you from uh, going going a little mad, going a, a, a bit loony bin on us, on yourself, really? What works for you? Let me know. Let me know. And I can share it with other folks. Maybe, maybe if you struggle with the taper and you've tried these type of things, let me know and I can pass on some wisdom from folks that have been there, done that, and hopefully figured out a way that works for them to manage it. One way or the other, Get in touch at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send an email to DizRuns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the new show notes, which is copy paste of the old show notes for today's episode. DizRuns.com slash 1075. DizRuns.com slash 1075. A couple of uh, memes. Pretty good gif, if I do say so myself. And of course, there's that comment section down at the bottom of the page. Feel free to let me know your thoughts, questions, or what has worked for you or anything else. Let me know what the weather's like. What What's the next races you're running? Disruns.com slash 1075. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Y'all hope you enjoyed this little quick tip, little trip down memory lane. You got a friend that's, that's getting a little bit in their own head about an upcoming race, hit that share button, send this one along to him. Say, hey, listen to this one. You just got some taper crazies. Calm yourself down a little bit. And you want to expedite the healing process, the recovery process. After some of those hard runs in your buildup, or maybe in that taper period, I'd encourage you to give a look to the amino company, specifically the Heal Blend. I would advise vanilla mixed in with your coffee. Although I may try chocolate mixed in with my coffee next time. Still up in the air, you know. I would not advise, although, hey, you do you. I would not advise the sour apple flavor mixed in with your coffee. I don't feel like that's going to work out well for anybody. But again, you do you. You want to try sour apple mixed in your coffee? Hit it with a stick blender. Let me know how it worked for you. I'm open to I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to change. But one way or the other, get yourself a, a canister of essential amino acids from the Amino Company at aminoco.com/disruns, and don't forget to use the code disruns at checkout. Save yourself thirty percent on the Heal Blend or any other blend, whatever flavor, whatever blend feels like the one that's right for you. 30% Diz Runs at checkout. And again, the link is aminoco.com slash Diz Runs. And we'll have that linked up in the in the blog post today as well. And in the uh, information about today's episode, it's available on your podcast player. Just swipe. I don't know. Sometimes it's swipe left. Sometimes it's swipe right. Sometimes it hit that little I button. Whatever it is, the link is there for your convenience. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for joining me on a little trip back in time today. Hope it was useful. And until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.